It's the Punk Rock Classrooms Podcast, episode 13. What's your punk? Never fell in love till I fell in love with you. No, no, what a good time was. I had a good time with you. Didn't want to get the feeling, want to get right. Then the music's got it out for when the music hits. I feel no pain at all. Hey, good morning, everybody. Good afternoon. Good evening. Um, hopefully, you're not really commuting anywhere right now. We're supposed to be supposed to be in our homes, but uh, I am Mike, and I am a principal extraordinaire out of Lansing, Illinois. And my name is Josh Buckley. I'm a social studies teacher from Mesa, Arizona, and we want to welcome you to the Punk Rock Classrooms podcast. Mike and I are on a mission to bring the tenets of punk rock passion, unity, DIY to you and your classroom and to education. So thanks for tuning in with us, Punk Rock Classrooms. Yeah, here we go. It's, it's, it's good talking to you, Josh. It's been a while. I know, man. It's been, it's been a crazy time. Just a, just, it's been wild, man. It's, I will tell yeah. you, I've had headphones on and I've been in far too many virtual meetings, <laughs> but I'm looking forward to this virtual meeting, Mike. <laughs> yes, yes, that's a good one. We tried, we tried doing this episode, uh, couple weeks back and it didn't didn't come out how we wanted so we maybe I was thinking that one you know kind of how how bands will release their b-sides years down the road maybe that episode will make a a b-side appearance one day it'll be that it'll be like a a Japanese rare import that's (laughs) right right you know on on like blue vinyl or something um yeah but so we want to talk about uh, what's your punk and and kind of the the whole premise of this came from a conversation I had with Jeff Gargas, uh, who's uh, part of the Teach Better team. He was at IdeaCon. He came to see my session when I spoke. And uh, we had lunch together and we were talking about, you know, he, he brought up, he's like, you know, you need to ask people what their punk is. Because we know, and, you know, usually in the intro, I'll say you don't need to be a punk, to have your Doc Martens, your Converse, to be a, uh, part of the punk rock classrooms. And he's like, you know, you got to share to people you know, what their punk is. So, you know, I was thinking about it and, you know, right now with what's going on in the world is of the no, no better time than now to kind of look and see what your personal punk rock is. You know, for me, punk rock, you know, I kind of want to say like it saved my life. You know, I was that kid in high school and, you know, we don't, dad issues because he didn't approve of me and, and kind of the, the rap path I was taking. And, you know, I wasn't the jock kid that he had hoped for. Um, you know, your typical emo high school <laughs> girl problems. And, you know, I can't tell you how many times I would come home from school and just crank up, you know, destruction by definition from the suicide machines and just put on the headphones and read the liner notes, read through the lyrics, even though I had all the lyrics memorized, but just still read along as Jason Navarro was singing. And it just, it took me to another place. It, it was my escape. And yeah. over and over, night after night, you know, I, I, there are certain albums I did this with. It was, you know, like I said, Destruction by Definition, Let's Go by Rancid. I mean, so many of these records that just were more than just music and words and a message to me. I mean, it was I, I, my escape. And I remember in college, I had wrote an entire paper about how, you know, punk rock was like my drug that, right, right. that I needed. It, it filled a void in my life. And 
it's it's be it's made me who I am. You know, still to this day, like I love getting in my car and just putting on something and just cranking it up. And you know, I'm focused on the road, but it's <laughs> it, everything that is going wrong in you know, say my life or in the world. It just it it takes me away from that. So yeah, you know, I've I've been fortunate. You know, obviously we we have the podcast here. I've been bringing a lot of the kind of the ethos of punk rock and positive hardcore into my professional life and my personal life. My wife, she uh, she she thinks it's kind of she thinks it's kind of funny. We were Trader Joe's and I had a, a punk rock classrooms hoodie on, and the clerk asked me, you know, she was ringing me up. Yeah, she goes, "What uh, you know, what do you?" is it a band or something like, well, no, it's a podcast, you know, that I do with this guy from Arizona. And, uh, you know, we talk about our, our background in uh, the punk rock culture and how it's, we, we, you know, related to education. And then when I get in the car, my wife's like, you're making it sound like it's like punk rock's like an ethnicity or something. <laughs> I'm like, well, in a sense, it kind of is like, it's a part of who I am. It's, a, it's so, like that culture that we grew up in. Yes. You know? Yes. So, you know, that's kind of, where I see, you know, a punk rock. So right now, you know, you can see on Twitter, um, on social media, so many educators are looking to stay connected. They're right. looking for, you know, I, you know, I, I've seen people say like, I turn my phone off for, you know, four hours out of the day, just so I'm not bombarded just with all the, the negativity and the horrible things that are going on with this coronavirus. And, People need to find their punk rock right now because right. And, we need and, to stay sane. Right. And what we're talking about is, is what, do we, what we mean by like, what's your punk rock is this idea of like, what's this thing that you use to sort of like clear your head? What do you, right. what's, what do you use that's, or what are you into? Or what's your passion that sort of drives you forward when things are kind of crazy? What do you, you know, what pumps you up? What, what, what's your Zen? What's that thing for you? And for Mike and I, when we were younger, punk rock was that thing and it still is that thing for us, right? Like I'm totally with you. There's nothing better than rolling the windows down in my car when the weather's (laughs) just right. Right. And just cranking up, you know, one of my favorite albums and the air drumming happens and the singing at the top of my voice, which is not very good always. (laughs) And that's the thing that, that, that helps me clear my head, but there's all these other things that I think that, you know, we can call our punk rock, you know, for, for me, punk played a giant role in shaping who I am. I, I think it really does. It really has made me who I am as a person, you know, politically, socially, who I am as a teacher, all those things were shaped by sort of what we talk about on this show, the crew that we grew up with, the scenes that we built, the unity that we saw amongst our friends in those scenes, and sort of that DIY attitude that that we had to tap into as kids. But there's other stuff that that we use to de-stress and, and build ourselves back up. For me, I find myself uh, reading is one of those things, right? Like I nice. love science fiction. I love fantasy and I love comic books, right? Like those are the things that I tap into to sort of like get my moment of Zen, right? When, 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 it, when these days like this right now that we're, that we're dealing with and what's going on, right? Like literally since last Thursday, I've been on phone calls and teleconferences and all oh. this stuff every single day. 
No joke. Sunday, I had an eight-hour meeting on Sunday. My wife and I were in San Francisco. We flew back on Saturday. I had a meet with district leaders on Sunday, and we spent eight hours planning about what we're going to do. And then we did it again on Monday. Like, we met again on Monday. So it's it's one of those things where, like, what I need right now, and what I know, I, I can see people as I'm talking to them online right? Like we're not supposed to go out. I'm somebody who gets cabin fever like crazy, Mike. Like I'm going to go, like I, like I have to go out and do things. And so this is going to be tough for me to not go out and do things. Right. So I've got to find that thing to tap into. And for for me right now, it's, it's running and reading. Those, those are the two things, man. Like at night before I go to bed, I'm reading because that's, that's how I escape. And that's how I, that's how I clear my head. That's how I reset myself before I go to bed. Otherwise, my head's just going to spin with all the crap that I've got to do the next day, all the questions I have. Because right now, you and I both know there are a million unanswered questions for educators right now. Right. Right. Like, how are we going to do what we're doing when our buildings aren't closed? We are like, our role has been to personally connect with students and teach them and learn with them and, and, and guide them. And we've upended that. Right. We have like a million questions. So what do you tap into? What's your punk outside of punk? So I've got a few, I mean, there's obviously there's running and I'm not going to spend too much time talking about running. Cause I've talked about that <laughs> on the podcast before, but it, there's something about going. I mean, I have to have music when I run, but the funny thing is, the run takes over and after a mile or so into it, I, I don't even know, you know, what songs are coming on the playlist. Cause I go into like the Zen yeah. state where it just, it clears my mind. And honestly, you know, for some of the blogs for, you know, thinking writing, um, you know, initiatives I want to, you know, bring to, to the staff at school. A lot of my great ideas come from running. Um, another thing that, I forgot about being one of my punk rocks. And then uh, Tuesday, you know, was off school. And so there's some projects around the house that we, well, well now we're going to get done since we have so much time in the home. Um, we had some rooms that we wanted to get to paint. Yeah. And I, I was never, you know, like a house painter until I got married and had a house with my <laughs> wife and I've painted every room in our house. And, I love like painting. There's something about, you know, I tell the family, you know, usually I would tell them to go out on, on this day. Yeah, you know, I, yeah. I gave the kids their tablets and just, I go in there and just setting everything up and just, you know, painting the walls, painting the ceiling, whatever it is. Like there's something about it where, where it just, it's, relaxing. It There's something really zen about it, right? Yes. I yes. love I love taping. I don't so much love the painting. I love tape in the room, man. Like See, I me, hate that part. <laughs> that's the part for me where I, I I get like meticulous with taping everything and then I'm like, okay, I've taped. Now I can paint. But I feel you, man. Like that's one of those things where like especially if you can put headphones on and just like get into the Zen of it's very like, uh, uh, on karate kid, right? Like where he's right. painting the fence. Right? it becomes this sort of like, uh, oh, moment, you know? Right. Right. <laughs> oh yeah. I, I don't like the tape though, Josh. I don't know how you do it. Like it's, 
especially to them when I, when I go to take it off and then you could see like, darn, it wasn't a perfect line. Um, yeah, but you know, just things like that. I I've always yeah. loved cooking, you know, kind of getting, and, and the nice thing is my son enjoys cooking. So we're able to, to do some recipes together and you know, just kind of following the steps, the ingredients. I always kind of let them know like, Hey, you know, you, you don't have to follow this to a T that's the beauty of cooking. You can kind of yeah. put your own little flavor and flares in there. Um, I'm with, you know, reading and writing, obviously, uh, are, are things from, uh, that I do. And the, the thing is too, like these other forms of punk rock, like I'm able to bring in to my staff and the students, you know, share, right. you know, reading with them, share my writing with them and my projects I got going on. Yeah. I, I feel, I feel the same way, right? Like I'm in my classroom, I bring comic books into my classroom. I like, I love comic books, right? So I bring that into my classroom. I share that passion with my kids. I put it into my curriculum. Same thing with music. Like I love music. So music is a part of what I do in the classroom. And we've talked about that before. Like I use music all the time. When, When I was teaching economics, I would find songs that would go with the graphs we'd have to make. Right. Oh, that's cool. So I would be like, all right, so we're going to draw a production possibility curve. Your country can only make robots and pizza right and so they have to draw that and then i'd go and i'd go put on like a giant robot or like a robot with bird head by the aquabats while they were while they were doing it or pizza day or you know uh i was doing i did one it was like your your country can only make baseball or baseball bats and something else and i'd put like beat on the brat by the ramones on while they were doing stuff and you know it was it was it's that way to bring that in and share that passion and, and what gives you that sort of Zen with your kids. And there's all sorts of things you can do, right? Like if you love gardening, why don't you start a classroom garden? Right. Right. Like for my, for my mom and my dad, I grew up in the middle of the country. We had a giant garden, right? We didn't have a farm. We had a giant garden. My parents grew tomatoes and corn and all this stuff. And we canned everything. Right. That was my mom and dad Zen. My mom worked for 911. She was a dispatcher for 911. And oh, if cool. anybody needed like a Zen, it was someone who spent their right. ent- entire day sort of fielding and answering calls of people in distress. Like that's how she did it, right? Like that's what she did to sort of unwind was tend to that garden. And that was a way for her to do it. And you know, those are those those are those things that you can it really is important like especially right now, especially with what's going on, we've got to find a way to, to stay grounded, grounded. Right. Exactly. Like, because it's really easy to get wrapped up into everything. Right. Right. Um, that's going on the stuff in the news fall into the Twitter rabbit hole about, you know, where's the next case of coronavirus at and all of that. And it can be really overwhelming, especially when we're siloed off right now, like a a large, a a good amount of the country is in their house, right? Right. Like they just closed all the restaurants and bars in in the counties in Arizona where there are cases. So Illinois and Indiana too. Yeah. You can only go and get takeout, right? Right. Um, So I've seen people like do things like this, where they do happy hour with their friends on Zoom or on Google Hangout (laughs) or on Skype. And I think that's awesome. That's a great way to sort of connect, but we still need that thing to sort of clear our head and keep us going and that thing that we can bring in. So Mike, I know that 
you know, you're hopping into your campus for a couple hours every day. Um, What are you doing to sort of, I mean, you talked a little bit about cooking with your son, but what else is sort of, um, what else do you see yourself leaning on right now? How are you, how are you trying to share with your staff how to find some peace during this, right? Because you're still connected to them. What's, what's your message to your staff right now as we're going through this? What are you saying to them? Yeah, you know, it's, it's difficult because I'm so about relationships, you know, yeah. relationships first, relationships second, relationship always. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm coming in every other day, me and my assistant principal, we rotate, you know, and I'm rolling here for a couple hours in the morning just to make sure nobody shows up or has questions. Um, and it's weird being in a building that's empty and usually it's full of, you know, laughter and smiles and, you know, just fun. Um, so, you know, we, we've sent home all of our at-home learning activities for our students to complete. Yeah. And I mean, yes, we need to keep the, the kids need to keep doing some sort of academics and have their minds working. Um, you know, they can't just sit down and, and watch TikTok or play Fortnite all day long. Um, so it's important that we do send those. But for me, I think it's way more important just to keep in contact with them. So they see my, my face, hear my voice. So something that I've been doing, um, I think I made two so far at this point. Um, I'm planning on doing more um, almost daily, uh, just making YouTube videos. And then I will, I've been sending them out to um, our families through our email system. Mm-hmm. And then I'm, I've been also, I send them out to the staff as well. And, you know, I, I don't know how much of the staff's checking their email. You know, some people have responded back. Um, but I think it's important that, you know, they see that we're in the same we're in the same boat as them. Yeah. Like, yeah. This is new for everybody. None of us have right. gone through something like this before. Um, so we don't have, you know, there's not a, a lesson plan of what to do or what's to come next. You know, they keep, they keep, you know, extending school closures out longer and closing more things. You know, they're, they're talking about is, is there possibly going to be like a statewide lockdown in Illinois and Indiana where you can't leave your home except for like, you know, groceries or whatnot. So I think it's important that the students and families and staff, you know, see me doing things like yesterday, I recorded a video with my daughter and she taught me how to make an at home squishy. I mean, it has nothing to do with school, you know, but I I said, you know, we're stuck here. Let's, let's learn how to do this. So I, I am also looking for other ways um, to connect because the YouTube's one way. I mean, they watch my video and that's it. I want to get feedback from them. So uh, last night I moderated the mastery chat and and a lot of educators said, you know, they've been using zoom or Google hangouts with their, with their families. Like you said, you know, your zoom meetings. And I'm like, that's a great idea. So I want to schedule some times next week where I can send out to my staff and our families. Hey, we're going to have a zoom meeting. If you want to come, you can come. If not, you know, but I, I yeah. have a feeling out of 525 students will we'll get a good number of people that want to be a part of it. Just, and not even, I don't even want to talk about, you know, education with them. I just want to know how they're doing. Like, what are yeah. you doing? Yeah. How are you, how are you feeling through this? The SEL, the social emotional aspect right now is 
to me, and I, I hope for everybody, way more important than academics, curriculum, and lesson plans, you know? Right, because there's no lesson plan for this, Mike. I, no. don't, I don't have a lesson plan, and I don't know how many teachers have a lesson plan to deal with what we're dealing with right now. And I totally get that same thing, right? Like, you know, on top of classroom teacher, I, you know, I've talked about it before, I serve as my, my local president for my teachers union. And for me, my message has been like, I've connected on Facebook Live, right? And I've okay. been sending messages and doing live videos for, for members and for staff, right? And, and yeah. so people can watch it live or they can go back and check it out later, but it's my way to check in and go, all right, guys, you know, here's what I know about what's going on. So let me right. give you the rundown of what I know, what's happened at the state, what's happening in our district, who you should ask for questions. And then like, I always try to end it with a little bit of like, check in on your colleagues, right? Right. Give them a call. If you're the person who, uh, if you're the person who needs that contact, text somebody, call somebody, FaceTime with somebody to connect right. with them because we're going to miss that right now. We are social beings, right? right? Like humans are social animals. And, you know, I love my family. I do very, very much, but at some point I have to connect with somebody and it can't, it can't be about work because right. what we're doing right now is most of our connection with our colleagues might be about like, Hey, what's your plan going to be for this? And we're getting emails from our principal about what our next step is and what e-learning might look like in my district. And every once in a while, we just need to connect in a different way and, and just kind of reach out to the people that we were seeing every day and be like, how are you holding up? Right. Right. Just as people. You know, right. What's not going as, on? How are you? Right. Not as a teacher, not, Hey, how are you planning for this? But how right. are you, what are you doing? Like, what's that look like for you? And, and, and I think that's really key. And so what we did is, you know, we, we ask our, you know, our crew on Twitter, you know, we'll do these slow chats about our episodes. And so we did a slow chat for this episode and we essentially asked people, what's your punk? We did a, a very rad like video intro for it. And we asked people like, what's your punk? What's the thing that is your passion? What's your thing that helps you clear your head? What's that thing that you lean into when you're stressed? And we got a ton of responses and we kind of want to share them. We've been tweeting them out. Uh, one of the ones we got uh, was from uh, Dan Vigilatory and Dan uh, says my DIY and I just love that even more. My DIY yes. basement gym, AKA my 10 by 10 box of pain is my punk. And he's got like, you know, he's got his little mat in there. He's got his, he's got his dumbbell, but it literally has like two tires on this yes. dumbbell. It's so DIY. It looks like he's got a set of rings that he can do some work on. It is like, that's the thing. Like, when we're inside, you gotta find a way to get some physical activity. Go for a walk, like go do something. I did six miles yesterday. I haven't ran six miles, Mike, in forever. And it was the best. My my knees did not appreciate it, but it was like the best way to clear my head. So I think Dan's I love Dan's DIY base. He's got like a keg in there that he can lift up. Yeah. Oh, I know that his, his, his gym <clears throat> makes me jealous because I love I used to when I had a at home you know, stuff in my garage and yeah. we got rid of it. We were trying to sell. So, uh, sent my parents now, I love these types of gyms as opposed to, you know, the big fancy, yeah. you know, expensive equipment. <clears throat> but yeah, you got it during this time too, before I read the next tweet, you, you have to get some physical activity. Like my wife and I, you know, 
I was in the middle of training for a half marathon. That's kind of out the window because I doubt it's going to happen now. Um, so her and I went for a three-mile run yesterday, and then we came home. Uh, we cut the run a little short. It was really windy out. and she I mean, I she didn't want to keep going. So we went back home, and we did a little uh, – she created some, like, body weight circuit for us and you know we had yeah. like eight pound dumbbells laying around and it was nice just to one connect with her doing something like that and then still getting some activity in yeah yeah um, so tony coppola one of our education never dies uh comrades he put my punk is art roughly crafted my joy is finding hidden or possibly unnoticed details in what i see and working to bring them into focus mostly in people so many beautiful things to see in people and I, I just love that because it's so true that, you know, and Tony does this, if he wrote that a blog for education never dies and the way he just spoke about all, all of us, you know, all yeah, the, other, yeah. the other eight of us <clears throat> just picking up on these little details that I'm like, man, this, you know, I've only known him at that point. We only knew him for what a couple of weeks yeah. and he could pick up on those things. And Tony is just a, you know, he's a genuine guy. If you're not following him on Twitter, make sure you do. Um, so I love that. Yeah, it was. And like, you know what else is this punk rock? Apparently poetry. That, that, like yes. that little nugget was very like, I was like, oh, hidden or possibly mm-hmm. unnoticed details. Like it, it's, it's very well written. And then yes. uh, we got one from Heather Shaw and Heather Shaw said, this is mine. I cook and bake and make. And there's some rad stuff that she like in the pictures she sent us, like she did a cake for her son's birthday and it was a loot crate box i don't know do you know what loot crate is mike loot crate loot, is no loot crate is this like daily like this monthly nerd box you can subscribe to it and they send you like a, a collection of nerdy things and so she made one for loot crate about a video game called the binding of isaac and like oh yeah yeah, yeah. It, i know it's, that game. it's super like i was like Oh, that's really rad. So this is like some cool stuff. And I, and, and this is what you said, like, I think that that's making something is a release, whether it's oh, art yeah. or music or, you know, uh, writing, finding a way to get what's inside of you out in some format is always good, I think. Right. That's awesome. But Heather's, yeah. these, these pictures are amazing. <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, like, I wouldn't even want to eat this stuff. Uh, it looks so good. Uh, Chuck Moss, what's my punk? A line in the water. It's one of the most zen things you can do. And he's talking about fishing. And, you know, I have never been a fan of eating fish. Um, I do love to fish, though. There is something zen about it. Uh, and I'm, that's his. And I don't really got much more to say. You got anything to say about fishing? So my dad was a giant, my dad was a huge fisherman. So I totally get what Chuck is talking about. There's something like you, you're in nature, right? You just kind of yes. get to sit there and take it all in. There's not a bunch of people around you. You know, it's, it's that sort of like nature meditation, right? Because yes. you can go fishing and never catch anything for like an hour, right? You might not get that bite. My dad was an ice fisherman. He used to go out Ooh. on the ice and, and okay. you know, growing up in the Great Lakes and, you know, by the Saginaw Bay, my dad would go out and go perch fishing. And I remember when I was younger, uh, my grandma and grandpa used to live on a lake in uh, Clare, Michigan. Uh, and we would go out on the pontoon, which is like the most Midwest thing you can get out on and just like hang out on the pontoon and go fishing. And so I get what Chuck's talking about. It's sort of this very Zen moment. All right. Lee Waterhouse, pushing my limits, hiking, skiing, gym time, 
that's my punk rock outside of the classroom. And again, just being in nature, out pushing your body, getting out of your comfort zone, learning new, you know, uh, not learning new skills because he's obviously a hiker, a skier, but like, you know, perfecting what you've already right. done. And I do like that he said, like, that's my punk rock out of the classroom. Because I think really for yes. all of us educators, like, one of our punk rock, something that's punk rock to us is being in the classroom, connecting with kids, making that lesson, finding a way to get kids from point A to point B with you, right? Like, that is, that's truly my punk rock, yes. right? Like, that's that thing that, that, that when it's on, it is fantastic. And you get that sort of like high of a great lesson and a great time with your kids. And when you hit something just right in the classroom, that's punk rock, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, and then we've got, uh, Debbie said, this is my punk rock. The place I swam before I walked, the place that brings me my greatest joy, the place that's always been my place of solace, the place that brings me back to me. I can't imagine a being away from the ocean. And again, very poetic, man. Yes. You got some poets. I beautiful. Beautiful (laughs) the way she wrote it. Also very zen about being on the beach and hearing the waves and watching them roll in. And and I I totally get that. That's right. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Mr. Che Chaney, who is one half the Staff Room podcast, put passions for gym guy is baseball, softball, fast pitch. From T-ball, university ball, coaching to current day. And he is very it's very obvious how much how how much he holds you know baseball true to to his heart so and this has um, got to be a bummer now that baseball season is essentially like axed for, for mr cheney so that's got to be a bummer man uh we got one from elijah carbohal who says my punk is music music paints a picture in my mind music gives me a chance to sort out my thoughts it helped me stay focused music to me is is uh, a friend that knows all the right things to say for everything that you feel in life oh so true so true for so me. true Love we it. got uh taylor armstrong i have a couple of things that are my punk my crew baseball running and music overall they all get me pumped get me focused and zero me on where i need to be that's good that's good uh, and the last tweet we're going to share is from Aaron uh, Keeger. And Aaron says, my punk is Disney. Disney represents the magic and wonderful of childhood. I want that in education. I want to inspire magic and wonder. That's a good one. That's I love that. And, and, and Disney is one of our, my whole family's punk rock as well. We've gone to Disney a handful of times these past couple of years. And I mean, I, I don't know, Josh. I, I, the you're first gonna lose some punk rock cred, but it's okay. <laughs> I'm telling you, there, there's like a Disney like withdrawal. The first time I went with my family was like the best time because that was the first time I had ever been there. Yeah. Um, seeing my kids so excited. I'm telling you, like a week after we were home, I was just looking through pictures. And I got a little teary-eyed. I wanted to go back. There is something magical about that place. So. You know what? Like, I, 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 I totally get it. There is something very sort of like, ah, oh, warm and fuzzy about it. So I totally get what Aaron's talking about. Because you know what we need right now, Mike? We need warm, warm and, fuzzy. and fuzzy. We, we need do. warm and fuzzy, right? Like, we need that. Um, so our next episode, we've got a very special episode for our oh, next episode. I'm excited about this one. Uh, it's going to be good. We don't want to give it away. Uh, but we're going to have a good conversation for our next episode. It's kind of, if I could preface it, it's about like, you know, sometimes Mike, as an educator, there are things you have to do that maybe you're not so into, but we're going to make it happen because we're punk rock and you got to, you got to slug through some stuff, right? You got to, you got to make your way through the pit 
so you can get to the front of the stage, right? Like sometimes that happens. And so right. we're, we're going to talk a little bit about that on the next episode. You know that you can follow us on Twitter at Punk Classroom. You can follow Mike on Twitter at EduChef Earnshaw. You can follow me on Twitter at Josh R. Buckley. And don't forget to follow our compatriots, our crew of educators at Edu Never Dies for Education Never Dies. Uh, all right, man. Yeah. And then until the, until the next episode, make sure you uh, follow the hashtag Punk Rock Classrooms. Uh, we'll do some slow chats and whatnot. Follow the Education Never Dies hashtag. Yeah, we got, we got a chat yeah. every Wednesday. And this upcoming Wednesday, we, well, depending on when you're listening to the podcast, but uh, we're going to be unleashing a new after hours chat. And uh, I made a little infomercial that should be coming out uh, soon. So uh, that'll, that'll be exciting. But uh, Josh. Yeah. Uh, obviously, you've been listening to some music during this crazy time. What have you been listening to? So um, I have been listening to some old Dropkick Murphys. Uh, it was it was St. Patty's Day week, right? Uh, someone shared with us that Dropkick was doing a live show on St. Patrick's Day. I didn't get to watch it because I was in a couple, yeah, I had a couple things going on that night, uh, but I'm going to go back and, 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 and check it out. That's what I've been listening to this week. How about you, my man? What have you been listening to? The other day when I was painting uh, our master bathroom, I put on Terror Hawk by Bear vs. Shark. No, oh, that's a good, uh, that Bear vs. Shark is good. I, you know, and I was, I forgot how good that record was. And I feel like Bear vs. Shark, I think they were, people said this about At The Drive-In as well. Like, I think they were too much before their time. Like, I think if they would have come out now, they would have had a lot more success. So, yeah. So, that's uh, what right, I listen to. Th- that's fantastic. Uh, so, guys, we want to thank you for listening in. Uh, remember, you can always share with us what you've been listening to. Tag us in it on Twitter at Punk Classrooms. We'd love to hear what you've been jamming out to. If you are uh, listening on iTunes, if you want to give us a rating, share the show with your friends. We've got a whole bunch of new people who, who, who've started following us on Twitter this last week. And we want to say thank you for those folks to joining the crew. We hope you yes, engage with you. us. If you've got questions, you want to know what it means to be punk rock in the classroom, we'd love to, we'd love to chat about it. So hit us up. You can find Mike and I there. Uh, guys, thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you at the show. This is my therapy. You breathe life into me.